Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The Special Service Division invites you soldiers, sailors, and Marines of the United Nations to drop in at Duffy's Tavern. Duffy's where you'll eat meat to eat, Archie the manager speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Hey, Duffy, you know what we got coming here tonight? Susan Hayward and Frank Buck. Huh? Well, uh, Hayward knocks him dead and Buck brings him back alive. <laughs> huh? What, uh, what does Susan Hayward look like? Uh, well, Duffy, remember the first letter Mrs. Duffy wrote you? Yeah, before she hooked you. <laughs> Remember, it was a letter describing herself to you? Well, Susan actually looks like that. Uh, Frank Buck, well, <laughs> he looks more like Mrs. Duffy. <laughs> hey, Duffy, uh, if I got married, uh, say to this Hayward dame, uh, would you give me a raise? A raise. A raise. Would you lower my salary? Now you can hear me, huh? Look, look, I make 15 bucks a week. Say with overtime tips and bonuses, it comes to 15 a quarter. <laughs> How can I support a wife and family on that dough? Huh? Send one of the kids out to work. What kids? I ain't even held a hand yet. Oh, oh, why argue with you? Good. Now listen to this, Miss Duffy. A poem to nature by Anonymous, Archie. Oh, Mother Nature, Mother Nature, how could anybody hate you? What are you talking about? Nature, Miss Duffy. You know, you ain't lived till you've slept out in the open with the earth for a pillar and a blue sky for a blanket. Archie, have you been locked out of your room again? <laughs> Certainly not. I just happened to be a guy with red uh, hemoglobins in his blood. <laughs> a guy that likes to get away... Get away from civilization once in a while. Why? Because it brings out the real mean. That's why. Besides, I read in this movie magazine that uh, Susan Hayward goes for the uh, back to nature type of guy, you know? Well, and Susan Hayward's in for a big thrill tonight. Oh, thanks. When Frank Buck gets here. <laughs> now there, Archie, is a real outdoor man. Oh, yeah? I bet you I've been out of as many doors as he has. <laughs> Duffy, you just watch that Haywood melt. One look at me and she'll sweep me right off her feet. Oh, them movie stars. Archie, if you men only knew how much mascara them movie stars use, how much rouge, lipstick, eyeshadow, face powder, eyebrow pencil, vanishing cream, cold cream, night cream, day cream, chin cream, neck cream, <laughs> perfume and toilet water. <laughs> How do you know they use all that? Because I use them, too, and I'm a natural beauty. <laughs> Archie, did you ever see a movie star when they got up in the morning? No, but uh, someday I hope to. <laughs> and it uh, so happens, Miss Duffy, that you're prejudiced. Them dames is just as beautiful in the morning as they are the rest of the day. 
How would you know? Because I read an article by a Beverly Hills milkman. <laughs> tell me about Hollywood stars. Uh, hello, Art. Oh, hello, Finnegan. Uh, hey, Art, did Frank Bucket here yet? Uh, no, but when he does, I think you better stay undercover. He might throw a net over you. So I'm anxious to meet him, Art. You know, I'm starting a little zoo of my own in my backyard. So far, I got a cat, a dog, and a fox. A fox, huh, funny? What kind of a fox? Silver? No, no, a terrier. Then again, Frank Buck is only interested in wild game, uh, kind of various animals. <laughs> no, kind of show at carnivals. Nothing to a guy like that to go into a jungle, walk up to a lion, look the lion in the eye, grab him by the legs, tickle him under the chin. Oh, boy, that's fun. Fun? Yeah, especially if you do it to a dame. <laughs> oh, then again. Hello there, Archie, boy. Well, Officer Clancy. Hey, Clancy, I seen you marching in the parade last week. You look mighty sharp. Well, my feet felt mighty flat. Well, why didn't you try to get mounted duty? What? And ride a horse for eight hours? No, Archie, no. This way I can at least go home and soak my feet. <laughs> I see what you mean, Clancy. Uh, why don't you stick around? You know, uh, Frank Buck is coming down here tonight. Frank Buck? And who might he be? The big game hunter, the guy that brings them animals back alive. Brings them back where alive? Here. What for? To look at them. Who wants to look at them? Who wants to look at them? Everybody. Not me. <laughs> well, he brings them back anyway. Who asked him to? Nobody asked him to. Then if you ask me, he's the jerk to be doing it. Look, Clancy. <laughs> that is how he makes his living. Bringing animals over here. Yeah. And what happens when he gets them over here? People look at them. Not me. <laughs> You mean to say that if you saw a hippopotamus, you wouldn't look at it? And how would I know it was a hippopotamus? Because there's a sign that says hippopotamus. If I could spell a word like hippopotamus, I'd be out taking the sergeant's exam. Nancy, you are nothing but a thick-headed dope. No, thicker than I am, and that's saying a lot. Okay. Okay. What else is no? <laughs> I think I'll be running along now. So long, Archie. Uh, so long, Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> we will now hear that beautiful ballad, I Just Kissed Your Picture Goodnight. Sung by Clark Dennis, our tenor, who's happy to sing for a fiver. I just kissed your picture goodnight, and now, dear, I'll turn down the light. Your picture neath my pillow works like a charm, it seems. For you steal through my pillow into my dreams. You know we're not really apart. For we're still. 
fell in each other's hearts. So till the dawn, my darling, I'm sure that I'll sleep tight. For I just kissed your picture goodnight. Your picture neath my pillow works like a charm, it seems. For you steal through my pillow into my dreams. You Is your name uh, Archie? Uh, no, I'm Finnegan, but uh, I know who you are. Who? Susan Hayward. <laughs> Finnegan, please. Got your tenses mixed. That's Frank Buck. Oh. Well, well, Mr. Buck, uh, welcome to the interior of Darkest Duffy's. <laughs> By the way, how do you like the joint? Archie, I've never seen a nicer menagerie. Well, I try to be a good manager. <laughs> uh, Mr. Buck, uh, how's uh, things in the big game game? Uh, pretty good? Well, the orders keep coming in. Orders? What do you mean, orders? Well, that's how I work, Archie. Zoos and circuses tell me what kind of animals they want, and I go out and bring them back. You mean a guy writes you a letter and says, Dear Mr. Buck, please send one dozen hyenas assorted. Six laughing and six crying. <laughs> mean something like that? Well, it's something like that, Archie. Uh, pardon me, Mr. Fox. Yes? Yeah? Uh, how much uh, would a tiger cost me? <laughs> what do you want with a tiger? Oh, uh, in our house, we got very big mice. <laughs> Well, Finnegan, a tiger would cost you about $2,000. Oh, that sounds reasonable. Uh, what size tiger would I get for that? Oh, a tiger about uh, 10 feet long. Uh, how high? About 4 feet. No good. Couldn't get in them little mouse holes. <laughs> oh, Finnegan, Finnegan. Uh, oh, Mr. Buck, have you met Miss Duffy? Uh, Miss Duffy, I greet you with the words of the African Mambas tribe, Apamachum. Monabuli. Likewise, I'm sure. Uh, uh, Mr. Buck, I'd like to ask you a question. What? Did you ever capture an animal known as a Persian dyed muskrat? <laughs> a, per- <laughs> a Persian dyed muskrat? I never heard of it. I knew it, that Vera Fogarty, trying to tell me her fur coat is genuine and mine ain't. Well, what kind of a coat is yours? 
South American wild plush. <laughs> Did you ever catch a wild plush, Mr. Buck? <laughs> Not yet. Well, I know, of course he didn't. The man, the man who sold me the coat said they're very hard to catch. You see, they, they got such short hairs, there's nothing to grab hold of, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Them plushes is even harder to catch than a wild mohair. <laughs> Gee, Mr. Buck, you must have a thrill in life. Oh, I don't know. Uh... Oh, don't be modest. You've locked George with death plenty of times, I bet. <laughs> I bet you don't think no more of struggling with a lion or a tiger than I do with a, a fella. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Buck, uh, uh, tell me, uh, uh, what was your most thrilling experience? Well, there was a wild taper that was tough. A wild what? A wild taper. A beast I considered uh, fairly harmless. I found him with a badly cut back. I tried to put some ointment on him to bruise. But suddenly the taper whirled, charged me, and buried his head in my stomach, knocked me flat on my back. I realized the danger and yelled for my native boy. Fortunately, he came running in the nick of time and beat the impurity beast off. Boy, that was a close call. Imagine Vera Fogarty saying her husband's a genuine Persian diet. <laughs> Oh, oh, what was you saying about the taper, Mr. Buckley? Oh, Mr. Duffy. Uh, how you are? Look who just came in. The tomato from Hollywood. Emmy, <laughs> please. Tomato. In Hollywood, they are known as tomatoes. Uh, Mr. Buck, uh, why don't you uh, go over to the table and uh, tell Miss Duffy the rest of that story about the paper? Oh, yeah, Mr. Buck, you're very interesting. I'll never go to the zoo again without thinking of you. Uh, hi, yeah. Hey, hey, look, Arch, why did you brush you off, Mr. Buck? Why did I brush him off? Uh, Finnegan, how many big game hunters do you think Miss Haywood wants to meet? Uh, good evening, Miss Haywood. Hello, Archie. Uh, Miss Haywood, uh, allow me to greet you in the words of the African Salami Tribe. Uh, <laughs> Appalachian Okra Gumbo. Timbuktu. You're welcome. Miss Haywood, uh, may I say that uh, Mother Nature has indeed been kind to you? No, is that? Them lips, that figure, them, uh... Oh, what am I talking about? <laughs> You've been whistled at before. <laughs> well, Archie, it's, it's nice to hear about my nose and my lips, but... Oh, what am I talking about? You've been slapped in the face before. Well, don't get me wrong. Frankly, to me, a dame is a dame. I just soon chuck the whole affair and go back to the jungle. The, the jungle? Oh, certainly. You see, I'm only here in the States uh, pro temporarily. Uh, recovering from the bite of a tsetse fly. A tsetse fly? Well, doesn't that give you sleeping sickness? Uh, don't you think the eyes open no wider than this? <laughs> However, it's all part of me life, you know. It's a big game hunter. <clears throat> See this mark on my arm? Mm-hmm. What's that from? Kicked by a cobra. <laughs> by a cobra. 
by a cobra. <laughs> One of them uh, African savages, you know. Archie, a cobra is a snake. Right, you can't trust one of them. <laughs> but that's the law of the jungle. Either perish or die. <laughs> By the way, uh, did I, uh, Trader Archie, uh, tell you the most thrilling experience I ever had? No, but I'm sure you're going to. Well, if you insist. Well, sir, anyways, I was trying to put some ointment on the back of a wild uh, tapeworm. Archie. Archie, don't you mean a taper? That's the male. <laughs> anyways, the female, uh, this tapeworm, <coughs> leaps on me, you see. Before I know it, she's flaunting at me with a mouthful of fangs. So quick, I grab her by the nostrils, which forces it to open her mouth. Then I faint with me left and let go with a right uppercut and knock all her teeth out. Boy, that was a close call. And you were safe? No. There was still danger of being gummed to death. Archie, that is a very old joke. This happened in 1922. Well, sir, to go on, I faces this tapeworm, and raising me free hand... What's the other hand doing? I forgot to tell you about the tiger. <laughs> Anyways, there I am, being attacked by them man-eating you bangies, see? Their mouths is watering. They're just about to eat me. Eat me alive, you see. When all of a sudden, uh... Pardon me, Archie. Mr. Buck, did you have to come in and spoil that dinner? Miss Hayward, this is Frank Buck. Oh, how do you do, Mr. Buck? Archie was just telling me about all of his experiences in the jungle. Oh, yes? Archie, why don't you uh, go to the jungle sometime? I've been to a jungle. What jungle? Oh, a certain jungle. Which one? The Jingle Jangle Jungle. <laughs> And stop trying to make a sucker out of me, Mr. Buck, or Miss Hayward here is liable to realize that one of us is a phony. <laughs> right, Susan? Oh, quiet, Archie. Mr. Buck, you must lead an exciting life. What was your most thrilling experience? Well, there was that uh, wild taper, a beast I considered uh, fairly harmless. There seems to be an opinion around here that I'm a phony. I wish to remove that doubt. 
It seems that Frank Buck has uh, intimidated that I was never in Africa. Well, were you? Miss Haywood, the proof. See that preacher there, the one with the war paint and the ring in his nose, falling on his hands and knees there? Just brought him back from the jungles of Tondaleo. Uh, watch this, sir. Here, Hambo. <laughs> Miss Haywood? You are now looking at a genuine pig man. You mean... You mean pygmy. Nope, pig man. Half man, half pig. Uh, Hambo, uh, say hello to Miss Haywood. Oink, oink. Uh, Hambo, how does Miss Haywood look to you? Oink, gay. Oink, gay, eh? Uh, pig man, tell me this. Did you ever in your life see Frank Buck in the jungle? Oink. You ever see me there? Yoink! <laughs> See, Miss Haywood, was I lying to you? Wait a minute, Archie. What is this creature? An African pig man, Mr. Buck. Half man, half pig. I don't believe it. What? He's half man. <laughs> no? You don't, huh? Uh, Archie, why don't you quit this African nonsense? You know you were never there. Mr. Buck, do I look to you like a liar? I said, do I look like a liar? I'll prove it to you. <laughs> Big man, <clears throat> tell the white goddess to come in. The veiled white goddess, no? The white goddess? The white goddess of the zombie tribe. I rescued her from the swamis down there in the last safari, you know? Oh, here she is now, a goddess. This is Mr. Buck and Miss Haywood. Likewise, I'm sure. Goddess, uh, tell me, friends, here about yourself. At age of three, my parents broke law of jungle. I was left orphan. Uh, what jungle law did your parents break, Goddess? They poisoned cannibal. How? Cannibal ate them. <laughs> so I was brought up by a couple of baboons. And the Goddess ain't kidding, either. <laughs> You shut your trap. Why, why, Archie, she speaks like a city girl. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes uh, from one of the biggest cities in the jungle. Uh. Yes, I am from Chicago. There you are. Do you need any further proof? Uh, just a second, uh, Goddess. Uh, what is your, uh, the chant of your jungle? Uh, wait, is a chant what I think it is? Well, it's a song. You're asking for trouble. Goddess, let him have it.
say, Miss Haywood, are you convinced? Yes, Archie. I'm convinced that, that I finally met somebody I could really be interested in. Well, now, Miss Haywood, Susan, that's wonderful. Shall we go out now and sort of make arrangements? Oh, I didn't mean you, Archie. Huh? You going out with Frank Buck? No. Then who? Hambo. Before we leave Duffy's Tavern, leave us put a couple of nickels in Duffy's jukebox. Duffy's jukebox, where the feet meet the beat. While the platter's spinning, the needle's in the groove, and here's the first number coming up.
Duffy's Tavern was rebroadcast especially for you men and women in the armed forces of the United Nations by the Special Service Division of the War Department of the United States of America.